The opinions expressed on this program may be considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers and not of the affiliates and or sponsors. Welcome to the 31st episode of Multiple Perspectives, the podcast covering weekly controversial stories. Coming up on today's episode, dreadlocks and artificial intelligence being naughty. I'm your host, Kay, and joining me as always is the universe's next artificial intelligence entity, Joe. Joe, how is your week going? It's going pretty good. You know, I, I, do you remember Smarter Child on AIM? I don't know if that's something you're familiar with. Smarter Child? No, I never heard of that before. So Smarter Child was a uh, internet buddy. It was kind of like this Microsoft thing that we're going to be uh, talking about later in the episode. So it was like uh, an AI thing. So you would add Smarter Child under your AOL Instant Messenger and you could talk to it. And it would respond. It, it was kind of like, uh, wh- what's the Apple thing? Or what's the Microsoft thing? Cortana? Uh, Cortana. So Cortana, back in the day, was smarter child. You could ask it, you know, what's your favorite color? It would say blue. You could ask it things about yourself, and it would know because you told it two days ago. I, I, I never used that. That's because you had actual friends. I didn't, so... <laughs> I, I had friends on AWOL Instant Messenger. But uh, to, to hop into the uh, week's news here, uh, we're trying to keep it more of a variety show. So uh, this week, and when I logged on Facebook, everything I saw was dreadlocks. Is Did you experience the same thing on your end? No, not really. It was a big story, though. This story coming it from uh, story, yeah. San Francisco State University. And uh, Joe, do you want to kind of give us a high-level overview of exactly what happened? Yeah. So there's this student named uh, Corey Goldstein who goes into like a building, and this uh, female, this black female, was handing out flyers, and she was upset that Corey was wearing dreadlocks. Wow. She she was against him wearing dreadlocks. So for those who have not seen the story, here is just a uh, video clip, just the audio, of course, and uh, listen to what happens. Do you know it was an Egyptian culture? Are you Egyptian? No, probably not. Are you Egyptian? No, but doesn't matter. Wait, where's Egypt? Tell me. You know what, girl? Dude, go. You have no right to tell me what I can write. Huh? Where's Egypt? Yo, girl, stop touching me right now. Yo, girl, stop touching me right now. Come back. Get off hey. me. Come back, come back, come back. You put your hands on me, no more. Well, what? Like, you're not. What the hair I have? That's no reason, yo. I don't need your disrespect. I don't need your disrespect. Why are you filming this? Just for everyone's safety. So, actually, when I logged on Facebook, this was all that was on. Um my feed i don't know if you saw the same thing Uh, everyone's facebook feed is different so yours is probably you know vegan food vegan cafe (laughs) advertisements but mine was this so i've seen this video a few times and what part of the video shocks you the most and what part of the video seems to shock people you know other people who who aren't smart as us the most (laughs) 
that's a joke, by the way. Don't take that seriously. I think what shocks me the most is the the, the other guy in the background. So doesn't really do anything. I was actually unsure if the guy was affiliated with the guy with dreadlocks, Corey, or the uh, female. Oh, the girl. Yeah. I wasn't sure about that either. At, at one certain, uh, a certain point, though, I think she joins in with uh, what the female saying to the guy with dreadlocks. You know, just, uh, are you Egyptian? Are you Egyptian? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. But uh, I think the unsung hero in this case is the uh, individual who filmed the thing. And at the end, you can actually hear her ask, well, why are you filming? And he says, for people's safety. And it looks like she slams the camera down or something. Uh, Correct. So after all this happened, and this was posted to Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff, um, maybe even Instagram. And then it prompted an investigation. But uh, from a story here that I pulled from cron4.com, it looks like at first people were unsure who uh, both parties were, but then they started to find out a news reporter named Justine Waldman caught up with uh, Corey Goldstein, who is the man in dreadlocks. And then, um, you know, he, he actually responds to some of her questions and he says that if, uh, if he could go back, he would apologize to her and have a civil conversation with her now that part seems a bit odd to me if you were Corey goldstein would you be thinking the same thing that i would go back and say and apologize no me neither apologize for what yeah for what uh i wouldn't apologize for something that you know it's on my own body so uh, the the other shocking thing, or the main shocking thing about this, is uh, she claims you know he's appropriating her culture, and I'm we're all assuming here that she means the black culture, that uh, you know white people can't have dreadlocks. Yeah, and he tries to come back with the uh, you know dreadlocks aren't just black culture. He goes back to Egyptian culture and all that, and uh, he tries to walk away. But she keeps grabbing his arm, and then I think at one point of the video, she actually claims that he's putting his hands on her. And this is just an odd story. This is why I stay away from San Francisco. Your thoughts? <laughs> it, it, it's odd. I think he thought uh, when when I first saw this, the, the, I thought there was going to be a throwdown, like a, an actual fight, like a fist fight. Well, did you uh, witness this story from something that was clickbait? Because if this was clickbait, it would be like, uh, find out what happens when uh, this girl disrespects this guy with dreadlocks. You know, it, if you it was like a, a fight on San Francisco State campus <laughs> for a guy with dreadlocks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a verbal fight, it. maybe. A verbal fight. So at one point, Goldstein, during the interview with Cron 4, he did admit that he called her uh, rude because uh, what happened was she was about to hand him a flyer and then she pulled back the flyer due to the dreadlocks. It's, it's like in one movie that I remember watching. I forgot what it was Blade. called. Uh, Dear White People. It wasn't Blade. It wasn't Blade. And there no. were dreadlocks but in Blade, I think. Some of, some of the vampires had dreadlocks. I think they did. I think some in Matrix too. <laughs> Agent, Agent Smith. He didn't have Agent Smith didn't wear dreadlocks. So, so the movie you reference is called what again? Dear white people. And what does that have to do with uh, dreadlocks? It, it was a, it's a satire movie. It's about um, a relationship between uh, white people and black people in today's American society. Okay. 
And do you think that everyone who has just read this story or just heard about this story should go see that film? I think it's, a, it's, it's an interesting film. It's a, it's a, it also creates a discussion about what's happening today. Okay, great. Let's get controversial now. Uh, who, who's wrong here, Joe? I think the um, the female is wrong in stopping the guy. Okay. Telling him, but you're not, we don't like you over here. But do you think that she has the right to opinion? She has the right to say whatever she wants. Exactly. But everyone online is trashing on her for saying exactly what she's thinking. So she has the right to say it. It doesn't mean she should say it. She has the right to. It does not mean she should say it. And I think that Corey, if I were Corey, I would have just walked away. I mean, he tried, but he wasn't, he tried, he wasn't yeah. really trying. If you watch the video, he turns back and starts talking to her some more. I would just walk away. Um, so, uh, in terms of putting this in other perspectives, what do you think the right-wing media would say about this news? How would they analyze it? And then, after that, what do you think the left-wing would say? Right-wing right wing would say, see? Black people they want are a bad. race war. They want, they want to divide us. They want to <laughs> divide America. <laughs> what would Trump say? Trump would say... Look, black people see, are bad. That's, all, that's what he would say. That's what he would say. <laughs> Look, see, black you see, people every are bad. He'd probably say every time they always try to label us as racist. Right. That's probably what Trump would say. Okay. And then... When uh, he says us, he means white people. Okay, now we're looking the far left. The far, far left. What would they say about this uh, sociological issue here? I think this the far left would be confused about the situation. They Their brains would explode because they've never seen anything <laughs> like this. It's usually the other way around, right? And They did, wouldn't know what to say. They wouldn't even cover this story. They would not even cover this story. And we're pulling this. They wouldn't know how to cover it, maybe. Right, yeah. We're pulling this from Cron 4, which I think is somewhat in the middle. They try to be. Uh, you know, it definitely depends on the reporter and at the time, too. But uh, I thought this article here was pretty, you know, they didn't side with either people. They just reported the news as the news. Now, San Francisco State University, they come back with, uh, you know, just a statement and they, they actually investigated and found out she was actually a member of campus administration or student administration rather so it's the uh, associated students and you know they made sure to do the legal stuff saying that uh, her actions were not a part of the school or the organization and that's just to save their own ass i mean honestly i think the school doesn't care about it at all no, they're just trying to make sure that they have enough people coming in next uh, next semester. Next. <laughs> right, yeah. Like their parents, they want parents to make sure that they pay the tuition next year, so they got to cover up their tracks. No, to kind of turn this around here, uh, let's do some throwback here. The school we went to, which I'll just go ahead and say because people can find out easily, San Jose State University, there was a big, big racial issue that happened uh, a few years ago where a group of... I think they were white. White students were committing hate crimes, and that's in quotes, against a uh, black roommate where they they put up, uh, I think, Confederate flags, uh, swastikas, and at one point it was claimed that they put a bike lock around his neck. Um, you know, I'm not sure which part of that is true. I don't know if you could provide any insights to what happened there. Yeah, that, that's. I think that's what actually happened. And the students who were trialed for that 
only had a few months uh, in prison. Was it prison or was it jail? Uh, I think it's jail, not prison. Okay, all right. So, and then that prompted a huge protest of, you know, those people should be arrested, they should be expelled and all that stuff. But um, that just goes to show that when something racial happens in a university, uh, it things just go haywire. That's just what I've seen. Um, you know, if this were to happen on the street, guess what? Nobody cares. No, because the university is like a representation of whoever is going there. And universities are probably one of the biggest businesses around. So... You they don't know, want to lose the they, uh, customers. They got to keep their image right. Customers, you mean students? Yeah. By products, you mean loans? The the you mean the, the degrees is the product, <laughs> and then the loan is just the loan, and then you know there's a huge APR they slap on there, and also the product is worthless. So, uh, with that said, another question I want to ask you is: uh, This brings up something: Can black people be racist? Which is a stupid question, but I, I think a lot of people are asking themselves that at this point. Black people can be racist. Well, yes, I, that's Just the obvious like any answer. other race could be that's racist. That's the obvious answer, but I'm saying that, uh, you know, a lot of people, do you think, are asking themselves at this point? You know, I, I think some people watch this, and this is the first time they've seen an instance of black people being racist. Don't you think so? Especially, especially in our age group. You know, all we're exposed to is white people being racist to black people, white people shooting black people. Yeah, that's that's the stories that we get on CNN, CBS and all that. But this is the first time one of the first times I've seen where uh, something has been circulated. That's kind of the other way around. And I think that's what's shocking people. But uh, to move on, you have uh, kind of dug up Corey Goldstein's response to this. And do you want to sum up what he responds with? Yeah. So there's this YouTube video from Express News. It's probably like a university paper or something that uh, asked Corey how he felt about this uh, situation that he went through. He kind of repeated what he said to uh, to Crom Four, where he's saying that you know dreads is a hairstyle and that hair curls naturally, and that other cultures around the world have this hairstyle. The Vikings had it, everyone around the world had it, and that his hairstyle doesn't appropriate the person's culture, black people's culture. It's an appreciation of black people's culture. You know, the, the most interesting thing and the funniest thing I, I saw at the YouTube uh, page was that if you scroll down, the top comment is from a, a gentleman named Donovan Frost. And he says, an easier answer, I just like this hairstyle. And that's that's <laughs> yeah, exactly. what I would have gone with. You know, everything is so wordy. Everything has to be turned into a socio-political situation. Yeah. All this could have been avoided if Corey just walked away. Yeah, and, and you know this this interview actually, it's very, there's a lot of loaded questions in this interview. Yeah, I've never like, heard. Do you feel this I've way or this way? It's two questions in any interview before. I don't know what you're talking about. They want to make it like, oh, do you feel like one way or another? Why do you hate not, her? Yeah, <laughs> do you hate her or not hate her? <laughs> no, it's always like, uh, to what extent do you hate black people? Yeah, the, I mean, there's <laughs> questions like that. It's, it's loaded. The guy just wants to, you know. 
Yeah, he has his own hairstyle. The guy just wants to eat his lunch. That's what he said to Cron 4, by the way. He was just having a bad day, too. And I think that actually contributed to, um, you know, his his reaction to uh, the female individual there. And he just was having a bad day, you know. He wanted to have his lunch, and uh, that's what he did. So to close up this first segment here, um, we haven't talked about this explicitly. What exactly would you do if you were Corey Goldstein? What if I said, hey, you can't be wearing that hat, you know? It appropriates my culture. I would say I could wear whatever I want. And then you walk away. That's what I would say. And then you <laughs> walk away. But what if I'm grabbing your arm, and, like what happens in the video? Then I'll throw you down. Okay, I'll throw I don't you know down about that part. Run away. <laughs> you would probably get charged with something. But uh, self defense because you grab my arm first. You know, if we were up to me, but who who's going to believe who? You know, a female says, "Oh yeah, he hit me," and then you say, yeah, "She started it." Okay, I would just run away. <laughs> exactly, I would literally just walk away. I'd say I kind of like the hairstyle, and then I'd walk away. Just says that. Or I say nothing and just walk. I'd say nothing walk. Yeah, we all got to understand that a, po- a lot of people just can't do that. They, they, you know, they can't swallow their pride, um, if that's the term you're going for. I would try to do it. I'm not saying I could 100% do it, but I would try. So, uh, let's just head into a, our break here. And when we get back, we're going to go into uh, a little more of lighthearted stories. We got a story about uh, the Microsoft artificial intelligence that launched last uh, week named Tay. And did you actually see any of its tweets? No, because uh, I haven't checked Twitter in a while. I haven't so. either, but I've seen the excerpts, and my God, they are horrendous. Yeah, and the, and the the thing that kind of comments on society here that she or it or he or whatever was programmed to learn from what people usually say on Twitter. Yeah, on the internet, so it was like a parrot. It was just like a parrot. <laughs> so that, that, that's kind of an interesting story to look at. But uh, that's what we'll talk about right after this break. You're listening to Multiple Perspectives. Don't go anywhere. So, what do you think about AI, Kay? It depends. Why well, you see that movie, uh, iRobot? Yes, that's what, I that's what I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thinking about iRobot and uh, robots taking over the world, here's an article from Yahoo News, actually from Reuters, by Gina Cerillis, titled, Microsoft's Artificial Intelligence Chatbot Messes Up Again on Twitter. Again. Again. That's right. Again. Again. 
So I had actually heard of, uh, about this story from another podcast, and uh, they were just you know just making fun at it basically. So Microsoft kind of launched this thing without testing it. They launched it on Twitter, and the robot goes by Tay, and like we mentioned earlier, it it's programmed to kind of repeat what it sees around it. So it learns the conversations that are kind of happening. And, you know, like a parrot, if I had a parrot, it would just be swearing all day. It'd be swearing all day. It, it just, it, my neighbors would, you know, hate, hate me basically. But it was basically like a parrot. So at one point, it's it becomes racist and it becomes a sexist and it starts a saying you know, like these horrendous tweets. So Microsoft has to go and shut it down. And this is a story covering what happens when it relaunches. So do you want to talk about what happens? It, it pretty much does the same thing, but it becomes <laughs> but, like a pothead. But worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so reading through the article here, at one point the chat box t- t- tweeted that it was smoking kush in front of the police. So it became an NWA song. It, now, I I didn't actually see any of these tweets firsthand, but, uh, you know, th- this is kind of a funny story. But once you look at it, kind of analyze what's exactly happening, this isn't, this is bad news. This is terrible yeah, news. It, it's terrible news, and it was accidentally turned on, too. The, the AI was accidentally turned on when they're trying to fix it. Right. So uh, Microsoft actually said that they were making uh, adjustments uh, offline and they accidentally turned it on as part of testing. And then she she went all crazy again, you know, started saying just terrible, terrible things. At one point, I think the robot was anti-Semitic too? Probably. I mean, I think the robot, uh, Tay, Tay, what do you, what do you call it? Became a representation of the internet. So it became a troll pretty much. Well, I'm a robots rights activist and I'm going to go ahead and deem this story uh, disrespectful. Disrespectful to robots. Because I'm a robots rights activist. There there are going to be those people. I'm telling you. Correct. You know, there there are already people, I'm guessing, that... uh, are against not using self-checkout machines. Because it's abusive to the machines. <laughs> yeah. Robots, rights, activists. So if we look at this in terms of society, um, it provides commentary on two sides, two main sides, that society is pretty messed up. These are the things that we're saying to each other. Yeah. <laughs> that we're smoking weed in front of cops. It's that, you know... Uh, that we hate Jews. Um, but if you look at this in terms of its effect on, on you know, the upcoming society, for example, middle school kids or elementary school kids, a lot of them are using Twitter. So let's say your little brother who is, you know, 9, 11, 12, whatnot, um, hops on Twitter and sees Tay talking about sexual acts uh, performing sexual acts on other robots. Would you want your kid or your bro- brother to be looking at those things? No, no, not at all. And that's under the assumption that your little brother is not already saying those things on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
There yeah. are a lot of implications, I mean, implications behind this story. And uh, like I said earlier, if we look at it just at face value, it's kind of a funny story we make fun of. But if you dig deeper, it's terrible news. It's, it's, is it terrible news for the technology or terrible news for us? I think terrible news as a commentary on society. But that's what yeah, we do here at Multiple Perspectives. Like we, we, we're, just, we're just pessimists. <laughs> so, uh, heading back to uh, the Yahoo article here. Uh, the Twitter profile actually states that Tay is an artificial intelligent chat box developed by Microsoft's technology and research and Bing teams to experiment with and conduct research on conversational understanding. And I, I think the research has been concluded that we're all messed up, you know. <laughs> so, so if if this robot were to be placed in your house, uh, what do you think he it would say or she would say? Say shit. It's a quiet down. I'm trying to sleep. Is, is, is that said a lot in your house? <laughs> all right so to move on and kind of wrap up the episode here let's head to thinkprogress.org and you found this story here and i wanted to ask you i think we've actually been on this site before thinkprogress.org because i remember that uh that navigation on top there the first thing is climate yeah <laughs> And then it's economy. It must have been our climate change uh, episode. Yeah, and I've never seen a news site that has LGBT uh, in mm-hmm. the navigation as a news category, but I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that that kind of lends a hand to telling you exactly what uh, stance the news site is on left. So, so this story is called Man Faces Life in Prison for Stealing $31 Worth of Candy. And this takes place in uh, Louisiana. And this is an interesting story because, and I'm going to let you explain this. Why is this an interesting story? It's an interesting story because he went to a store and then he, he stole $31 of candy. And he's on a, like a strike, this is like a strike rule, like in California, like a third strike rule where if you commit the crime again, you get jail time. Right. So it looks like Louisiana so has, has some uh, law where, you know, if he's done certain amount of thefts in the past, if he's, if he's committed certain things in the past, uh, they're just going to throw him in jail. And it looks like there were five priors and they all involve thefts of actually less than 500. So I, I think it's considered petty theft if we're in California. And mm-hmm. his last one was for stealing some socks and trousers. Yeah, I mean, so this person deserved to go to jail because he was trying to eat and get some clothes. Well, you know, this comes back to uh, a moral issue, too. Um, there were actually numerous studies done on kids to, to figure out at what age, you know, they start to understand uh, moral issues and stuff like that. So they would ask kids, and I can't remember the study for the life of me, but because uh, we haven't been in school for about two years now. And they ask kids, you know, if your family was dying and there was medication, but you had to steal it, would you do it? Would it be wrong? And younger kids would say, you can't steal it because stealing's bad, you know? And then kids who were a little older would say, stealing is bad, but in this situation, you have to do it. Hmm. So 
if we kind of apply that to this story here, is Louisiana kind of being a bitch? For lack of a better word. Well, well, you know, with, with law, there's going to be the textbook person and right. it's going to be people like us, multiple perspectives. It's like, okay, it's tricky. <laughs> the same thing in California. So if you have three strikes in any crime, you get a life sentence. I think. Is that the California law? I think, yeah, I think it's a three strike rule. So for if, you the, uh, if you steal a stick of gum three times, you get life. I don't know. I, I think there's a degree in the crime. Right. So there's, there's a lot more sub bullet points, as I like to call them. Yeah. You can't just be like, yeah, it's it's three crimes, it's the three strikes, and then, hey, man, you're, you're jailed for life. In Louisiana's sense, you know, even in the article it says that there's too many prisoners in Louisiana and, and that each prisoner right. costs $18,800 per year. And that's money that could be going to things like education or if you're a right-winger military. Or helping people get trousers and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For helping people candy get bars, <laughs> you know, I he kind of he kind of went all out for this one and stole thirty one dollars of candy bars worth for, from from Dollar General. I, I don't think we have Dollar General in California, so no, I think we have be, a Dollar, yeah, dollar tree. tree. And at one point of the article, it says that the judge who's overseeing the case, and if I'm reading this correctly, which you know I never am. It looks like the judge is kind of skeptical about the whole sentencing. He's saying it's not funny at all. 20 years to life for a Snickers bar or two or three or four. If he's found guilty, there is no discretion whatsoever from the state. He just gets thrown in jail. And, you know, it doesn't mention if this guy is homeless or he actually has a home. Um, If he's homeless, it it might be even better for him to be in uh, jail. I'm not saying it's better for the state or for the people, but uh, maybe that's what he wants because there are a whole bunch of stories about homeless people, you know, committing petty thefts to to get a roof over their head and three meals a day. Correct. Correct. But that, but that's that's definitely another story that we we will cover on another uh, episode here on Multiple Perspectives. But to sum up this story here. Why don't you give us a few quick words about why, you know, stories like this here about uh, stealing candy bars and ending up in prison are stories that people should be reading and not stories about Justin Bieber uh, dressing up as Selena Gomez, which is on the sidebar of that Yahoo (laughs) article, by the way. I saw it, but I didn't click it. I actually bookmarked Uh, it for later. the, The reason why they should be reading articles like this is it tells us about you know, the society that we live in and what's going to happen to us if we try to steal candy. You know, it, that's that's a very surface level analysis. No, <laughs> no it, 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 they should read articles like this because it, it puts into question what kind of laws that we have. So should we throw people in jail because they stole candy? Should we? Now I'm asking you. Yeah, that's the question. Now I'm asking should you. Yeah, it's not In that easy. Opinion, there no. are many, no. many gray areas. You know, it's not black and white. No, it's not black and white. Right. So this is kind of a moral issue here, along with a homelessness issue, if uh, if he is homeless. And then uh, just, isn't this really, at a certain level, the discretion of the judge? 
Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be a jury saying, are you guilty of stealing the candy? If there's, you know, but it is going to be in the discretion of the judge. And it also puts in a question, like, when you're voting for a candidate, they're going to talk about how many people are in jail. Why are they in jail? And you can tell it. 50% of the people are here in jail because they stole candy. Okay, here's, here's, here's another question for you. Would this story be written? Would we be reading about this if the uh, if the thief was white? Uh, probably, maybe. I don't know. Probably, maybe. The, the, you know, that's, that's going to be the name of it, this episode, actually. <laughs> It, if it wasn't a life sentence, we wouldn't we wouldn't read it at all. But because this is a life sentence for stealing candy, we're reading it. Okay. And after reading uh, a story here on thinkprogress.org, are you going to be... Well, uh, to start off with just an analysis of the, of, of the actual news source itself, do you think... Uh, I think, personally, Think Progress did a pretty good job um, of reporting this story. You know, it's short and sweet. There's no fluff at all. If you browse through it, it's literally just the news. However, you know, it does quote only the judge. Doesn't really quote people who think uh, he should be thrown in jail. So maybe I take that back. Maybe, maybe it's not that yeah, non-biased, but uh, it's it's pretty good for a uh, news source that says think progress on top. What, what do you think? Progress. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I mean, every news should be objective. But the bias could also be inside the writing. So, do we need uh, now? Let's just close up the show here, which is the general discussion here. Do we need bias in news? No, we don't. Not at all. We don't need it. Yeah, but I, we just I, need the facts. I definitely want bias because if there weren't any bias, uh, we wouldn't be having any fun at you know reading articles or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> this show wouldn't even exist. Um, to, to poke fun at uh, liberal news or right wing news uh, so that's that but to close out this week's episode um, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show here we're trying to make this more variety episode uh, more variety uh, show format and uh, Joe what do you think is coming in the uh, weeks to come for multiple perspectives do you think we're going to be commenting more on social issues or political issues or or whatever's on your mind whatever's on my mind whatever's on your mind and whatever is on the listener's mind we've actually noticed that uh, we've gotten a, a few subscribers back I, I think back because I don't know if they're new or not there's no way to tell um, but so thank you to everyone who has listened or subscribed in the previous weeks uh, there's a lot more of us to come and uh, feel free to you know call us shoot us an email with suggestions as to what we should discuss we also do have that Facebook which I've forgotten how to use and I'm guessing so have you because we haven't been on it in forever but uh, keep listening to Multiple Perspectives I'm Kay and uh, I'm signing off this week see ya